This is the Clay Tablet Podcast. Um, I think I'm going to do mainly college football today. Just overview thoughts. You know, because I kind of went piece by piece. And I ran out of steam when I got to the ACC and the Pac-12 because I just fucking couldn't do it. I mean, it's just like... I mean, I'm a little interested in the ACC, but not really. I mean, I just don't know what you're supposed to say about it. You know, when Miami and Florida State are both down, I mean, fuck. You know, I mean, they're lucky that Clemson kind of rose back to prominence after being asleep for a couple decades. I mean, because without Clemson, the ACC would be fucking dead. But, I mean, I guess there's always going to be somebody. There's always going to be somebody on top of the heap, you know. But they're a legit national power. Like the Pac-12, they don't even have a legit national power. I mean, somebody wins the conference, but they can't even make the playoff. Every team there would get their asses kicked by all the other conference champions. You know, and maybe even, uh, you know, the second or third place team. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I just don't. Well, not maybe. I mean, for sure in the SEC and Big Ten, I think even in the Big 12. But you can just forget about it. You know, one of those half-cocked USC teams or an Oregon team, like they're going to come down and, like, push Baylor around or something. Or Oklahoma State. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't be too sure about that. But it's just, you know, like, what's the overall thoughts on this season? You know, and the nature of college football is, I mean, you're going to have the same players. You know, Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama, Clemson. Although with Clemson, like, I'm not too sure about this quarterback they got, this DJ, you know, ukulele, DJ ukulele. Um, you know, he seemed to be a bit inaccurate. I mean, is he really, like, that fucking great? I mean, he wasn't good enough that he, you know, he didn't scare off the number one quarterback recruit from, like, last year or this year. Is it, is it this year? Is he just a straight-up freshman? Yeah, I mean, he's straight-up freshman. Cade Klubnik. Well, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not 100% certain he's going to be able to hold on to that job. Because if he starts struggling, you know, in some games that he shouldn't be struggling in, it's not, like, looking good. I mean, it'd be nice to know, you know, I mean, of course I don't have these contacts, but, I mean, because, like, inside practice, practice speaks for itself. And the guys out there fucking know. You know, whether or not the coaches do anything or what they're going to do. The guys out there fucking know. So this Cade Klubnik, you know, if he's some big dick out of wherever, he's a bit light, though, 6'2", 186. It'd be nice if DJ could hold on to this job, at least for this year. You know, they probably want to put, I mean, they'd like to put about 25 pounds on him. You know, I mean, 20 will do, but they, I don't know if they'll be able to do that, you know. Yeah, I kind of, I wonder what he looks like. You know, is he just like skinny? I mean, Cade Klubnik, I mean, that makes me think he's a white boy. But, you know, I guess you'll just have to see. That's what I'm saying about you. You're talking about like major powers come rolling into this season. Those four. I mean, they've been the four players for a while now. Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson. Clemson's the only one that I question quarterback position. 
you know, that doesn't have all, uh, you know, aspects of the team, like, tied up with a bow. Clemson's in flux. I mean, if you were going to ask me, like, who could drop a couple games this year, Clemson. You know, because I don't know what NC State and Wake Forest are going to do. You know, I don't know where Notre Dame's going to be. Miami's at the end of the year. You know, of course, nah. You know, of course they got you outgunned on defense. I mean, they're one of the few teams outside of the SEC that can really play some fucking defense. You know, Ohio State can. And really just a few SEC teams. I mean, it's not like it's just... Every now and again, Oklahoma puts together a decent defense. But Clemson's been the one that's really been able to get like some of that elite talent. That elite lineman talent elite cornerbacks, you know, and really be able to do something. And I'm just not, you know, that, that that's where you get, like, put at a disadvantage, like if you're NC State. You know, because NC State, I mean, they got a bunch of people coming back, but, you know, they got 10 people coming back on defense. I mean, you know, that's good and bad. But that's how these programs have to do it. You know, it's like, well, nobody left early for the NFL. People have been playing for two, three years. But that adds up, I mean, you know, because it, like it's really hard for like a freshman, let's say, or a sophomore to be better than a senior who's been starting for three years. You know, you might be a little bit faster than him, but he's going to like the knowledge of the game and and them playing together and relying and that the defense in totality is going to like help him out more so than maybe some of these other teams. And NC State, I mean, they're another team. I want to, I want to look out for them. I want to check out this quarterback, see if they can do anything, see if they can piece anything together. I mean, it's hard. To, like, it's almost like unbelievable. You can say, like, like Wake Forest is supposed to have a team. I mean, you just go, what now? You know, I don't even know what I was trying to say about those top four teams, other than just, you know, in the Notre Dame too. I guess like you can bring them in underneath that. I'm not even saying they're the next best team. You know, it's probably usually in Oklahoma. Uh, you know, I'd say a Florida or somebody, but, like, they haven't been doing shit. You know, the Gators, they haven't been doing shit lately. I mean, when was the last time the Gators were fucking good? You know, I'd probably bring in Oklahoma, Notre Dame, like, in that next crop. You know, maybe, like, on certain years, you could toss Oregon in there. And then you, like, start tossing in... You know, whoever's coming out of the Big Ten, like Wisconsin, Penn State, you know, I'd probably do, I'd probably lean more Wisconsin this year. And then you toss in, like, Baylor. That's your next crop. You know, I don't know where Notre Dame's going to be. New coach. You know, I don't even know if they got a new quarterback. Like, sometimes I just get worn out with Notre Dame because... You know, because I... You know, Notre Dame, I mean, I don't know what they're doing. Well, and you got to toss Utah in there. I kind of forgot about them, I'll be honest. You know, and, and how I listed those, that second tier of schools, I'm not even saying, like, that's the order, like, they should be ranked. But that that's just the next crop of people. I mean, you know, you can toss A&M in there, but goddamn, they went like 8-4 and four last year. You know, everybody's got all this A&M hype, I mean... You know, the SEC, I mean, if you think Longhorn hop is bad, 
Like AM hype is even worse. Like it's not as like big and everything, but I mean, if you think AM's not going to fucking let you down and come up short, you don't know what a fucking Aggie is. I mean, that's what an Aggie is. They're going to strut. They're going to fucking be big. They're going to act like they're hot shit, but they're going to come up short and they're going to let you down. I mean, like, stop. You know, at least, like, VY delivered one and Colt McCoy got you to one. I mean, like, if you're a Longhorn fan, I mean, in the last, like, 25, 30 years. You know, so everybody trying to get on the same M fucking hype train. I mean, okay. But, you know, it's just like at some point, I mean, dude, what, what are we talking about when you're talking about, like, like their quarterback situation? Because I'm not saying they don't have great recruiting classes. They haven't been trying to do something. Like, they ain't got something going on. But, I mean, well, and another thing. I mean, you want me to, like, come in at this fucking shit. I mean, how good of a coach is Jimbo Fisher? I mean, he got one with Jameis Winston at Florida State. You know, he got he got Jameis Winston in. You know, while Texas was fucking around. Texas could have had so many great quarterbacks, and they just fucked it off. Like, they could have had Jameis Winston. You know, I mean, it's just like, uh, that's just what I got to say about a and I mean, just watch out. That's all I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, Max Johnson. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's an LSU, like, transfer. You know, and who knows? I mean, you know, you got to let these kids, then they got a pretty good backup. I guess he was injured last year. And then they brought somebody in. Hey, you know, that's what I mean. Like, like that that's going to have to take place for them. I mean, you're going to have to start getting, like, some legit quarterback play. Because, like, if you're going to beat Georgia and Alabama and make it through the gauntlet with the SEC, I mean, ask LSU. I mean, they had to bring in Joe Burrow. They had to get Burrow fucking up and on his feet. Like, in conjunction with having a deep roster, like, all over the place. An elite defensive play. You got to have play, you know, you got to have the whole thing. Because Bama and Georgia are going to be ready to go. You know, Ole Miss, they're going to be ready to go on offense. I mean, that's been established. I mean, they can't fucking play defense. But, like, you know, you're going to be running into, like, some major obstacles. You know, and heaven forbid Florida straps their shoes on actually does something or Tennessee I just you know well you're just seeing A&M they're just up there you know and it's like okay with the A&M hop I mean here they are eight and four I mean they just lost Arkansas I mean if they hadn't upset Alabama and stung them lord you know they'd be seven and five with you know one two game I mean that'd, that'd be a five and five season oh my god even worse It'd be a four and five season if you take out all the junk. You know, and that's looking at it a harsh way, but I mean like you know, you gotta get fucking real with these schedules and like who these people beat and how good they really are and like what's really fucking going on. You know, because a lot of time, like when you have like four losses, it's like who did you lose to and how did you lose to him? I mean, you let fucking Leech, the pirate fucking he beat you? Like at home? You know, and then all of a sudden you're going to come out this year and you're going to fucking say, like, we're going to go fucking beat Bama again. We're going to beat Georgia. Like, we're going to fucking win the SEC. I mean, like, excuse me? You know what I mean? 
I mean, you lost LSU, lost to Ole Miss, lost to Arkansas. I mean, other than just, like, catching Alabama asleep at the wheel, I mean, you beat Missouri, South Carolina, and Auburn. And Colorado? Colorado 10-7? to Well, you know, these teams, they got them. They got them fucking listed. You know, who's the best? I mean, that's just all I'm saying. You know, and they got Pittsburgh back up here. I'm like, I wouldn't, you know, I'd rather hitch my, you know, they got Michigan back up here too. Now, Utah I'd hitch myself to, Wisconsin, and NC State. You know, but they got like BYU, Tennessee all up in here. I mean, I'm just going like, are you fucking serious? Like, do you, you know, and this is Phil Steele, his fucking power rankings. I mean, I'm just like, whatever. You know, Michigan needs to be bumped down. They got Michigan at five. I'm like, why? Like, they had one decent year where they finally got past Ohio. You know, they finally, finally, finally. And then Notre Dame, too. I mean, you lost your, you know, you know Pittsburgh, Miami's up here. Why is fucking Miami up here? They, I mean, and then Tennessee also. Like, what? And then you got Oklahoma way down here. Like, okay. I mean, you do start running out of teams, you know. I mean, you got to have somebody somewhere. Mm. I don't know. I, I guess I'd just have I'd have Utah up ahead of like Michigan and Notre Dame. You know, I'd probably want to move Wisconsin up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, but to act like you know Tennessee's gonna come like here, like would run through the Big Ten or run through the Big Twelve, like whatever. I mean, they had like a they had one of those like bad losses, like Texas. You know, Texas lost to Kansas last year. They had one of those losses last year. I mean, that's what I mean. I'm just like, dude, you need to pipe down on the hype. You need to fucking quit. You know, in Texas, the most improved, they're always like the most improved. Because they had such a fucking shit year last year. I mean, that's why. Like, last year was a joke if you were a Texas fan. It's an absolute fucking joke. I mean, same as USC. I mean, they had to fire the coach. You know, with, you know, what was it, like 10 weeks, 11 weeks to go in the season? I mean, you fired the coach this second week of the season. I mean, that's just like, and then everything's a fucking dumpster fire. Like, nobody has done less with so much as USC and Texas, like in the last eight years. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, like, you got, like, California at your disposal over there. Like, they're, like. That should be completely on lockdown. You know, if you're recruiting for the Trojans. You should be able to get anybody out of Arizona and Nevada. Like, that whole bit. You know, and then that chunk of the Midwest that's kind of over there on that side. I mean, you should be able to get all those players. You should be able to dip into Texas a little bit, get somebody. I mean, come on. You know, and then Texas, I mean... You know, I mean, to talk about Texas is just, I'm not even going to do it. Because I'm not going to sit here and, like, talk about the fucking Longhorns. It's about, like, talking about the Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys. I mean, it's just a bunch of hop, a bunch of hullabaloo. And then it's just an average, just continuous, just lackluster delivery. You know, since Colt McCoy. And look up how long ago that was. I mean, that was freaking... 
over 10 years ago. But, you know, that's just talking about football. I mean, that's what we're doing. You know, I want to see what NC State does. Oklahoma will be interesting. You know, new coach situations. I mean, he's that big-time assistant coach at Clemson. You know, he's got ties to Oklahoma. I can't remember how. I can't remember if he played there or had coached there or what. But he was wanting to, you know, get into that Sooner Nation, that Boomer Sooner, Sooner bullshit. You know, Iowa, we'll see what they can do. Yeah, I mean, but like Pittsburgh, Miami, and Tennessee, and, uh, you know, they're just putting me to sleep. They just are. I don't even know why. And I don't want them to. I mean, I'd like it to get going at the other UT. I mean, don't they play out of Knoxville? You know, I love it whenever the Canes are up. I love watching Miami football. Love it. But it's just been too far off the radar for radar for too long. And then, so here you are doing that. You know, just out of bias. I mean, I'm, I'm always interested when Oklahoma State and Baylor and TCU can piece together a season. You know, people are saying they really like Kansas State. I mean, they, you know, they'll play you hard. They'll fuck up somebody's season. But it just seems like, you know, they just can't quite ever really, like, get into it and get it done. You know, like, have they played in, like, this Big 12 championship, like, recently? I mean, I don't think so. You know, they haven't been able to get there. You know, Minnesota, supposedly, has got them here. You know, down at 2930. I mean, that's what we're talking about now. Michigan State down. You know, I know this is a power ranking. I don't know, like, if that's necessarily, like, what he thinks, like, teams are going to be ranked in, like, the AP poll or something. I'd be a little bit more up on Michigan State. I mean, I seem like, you know, like, whenever you see what a culture kind of looks like, you see how a team's playing, you see how the coach is, is acting, and I like that Michigan State coach. I like what I see there. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd think I'd, if I was a Michigan State fan, I'd want to be excited about that. I'd hope that, you know, he could really, like, put something together out there. You know what I mean? Maybe get to the point where, you know, you're beating up on some people. But, you know, there's some tough, there's tough games in the Big Ten. You know, like let's say you're Michigan State. I mean, you got to play Wisconsin. You got to play Penn State. You know, Michigan. I mean, of course, Ohio State. But I mean, you know, Iowa. Like, it's just a tough, like, grind week in and week out. Like, you don't. Like, they might not be. Like, they're just teams that are just well put together. You know, even Minnesota. They might not be able to do it every year, but every, like, two or three years, you know, like, they start stringing some wins together. With this P.J. Fleck. What's that Michigan State's coach name? Like Mel Tucker? Is that what we're talking about? Am I correct in that assessment? Yes. See? You know, old Peyton Thorne. Well, he got a pretty big Caton Hauser freshman PS15. You know what I mean? That coach went out there and got him up you know, a high-class recruit at quarterback. You know, if you're Peyton Thorne, you're hoping you can hold on to that fucking quarterback position because you start having some success, and that's the first thing to get fucking changed out. If they can get their hands on somebody that they think they can get behind. Because, I mean, like, if you ain't going to do... I mean, like, if you're just going to have a decent season, nine wins, let's say, you understand what I'm talking about? And you think... You know, and it's like, 
what's the upside of this freshman coming in? Because at some point, it's just better to move on and let him start getting the reps and move forward with him. You know, not be hanging on to this guy. You know, whenever I showed up here and I really couldn't get recruits and I had to get it to where I could put a season together and get some notoriety and all that bullshit. Man, college football is cutthroat. I mean, I just, you know, you look at all these, like, ratings, you know, like, especially, like, at quarterback. You know, and you'll see these, you know, like, Georgia and Bama and Ohio State and Michigan State and Wisconsin and USC and Texas and all these places. I mean, you just got all these, like, great quarterbacks like coming in and like because everybody wants a shot you know and you got to beat somebody out in practice you know either that or you gotta you gotta hunker down red shirt you know just be at practice for a couple years you know and then finally get your shot play a year or two you know and get you some of that starting situation you know now you know you can start saying some of that starting money because everybody's gonna be wanting to start somewhere because you can get some money out of it now you know that that's going to be a rub i'll tell you something i saw where they were talking about like they want to make it where you can just transfer as many times as you want without penalty man no way that's going to be like such a fucking mess i mean like oh my god i mean then just pull the restrictions on everything like all recruiting restrictions how many times you can call people like like just just pull everything. How do you even keep up with all that shit? How do you? How do you keep up with it? You know, and I don't know. Like at this point, I mean, you want to talk about like the broader landscape? Well, I'll say one thing. All these like everybody like like I don't even know where these coaches get off complaining about nil money. Don't fucking be worried about nil money. Like what? Because the fucking boosters aren't taking your ass out to fucking eat. Like you can't go to somebody's fucking cabin now because the goddamn. A couple uh, big shot wide receivers are at the fucking cabin now. That one of the big boosters has up in the fucking mountains out on the river. Is that what's your fucking big complaint? Like, don't be fucking worried about their money. They get to make their fucking, everybody else gets to make their money. You know, and I was kind of against it too. I mean, at first, I don't know, like just the change of it. You don't want it to like fuck up college football. But now that it's all kind of come undone, I mean, like, I don't really see how it's going to fuck up college football. Let them fucking do their thing. Let them do their thing. You know, and get on with it, too. I mean, get it to where, like, you got, like, bigger matchups. I mean, that's one of my just complaints about college football. I mean, that first, like, two or three weeks of this season, I mean, of course, there will be great matchups, but there is a lot of dog shit. I mean, if you want to do something, and I know I've said it, I'll say it again. Like, allow them, like, to play, like, a game in the spring against one of these teams and pay them and have the, you know, and have it be fully officiated, a full game, do all that shit. And then let them, let all these teams play like an off-season game. You know, like between August 10th and 15th or something. Off-season, I mean, preseason. Off-season spring game. Because they can do the spring game, like the regular, like, you know, intramural practice play against each other deal. But then bring in VMI. Because you don't want to be playing VMI during the season. It doesn't make any fucking sense. I mean, the, the key debts. I mean, God bless, you know, mow the fucking kangaroo. But, I mean, Jesus. I don't need to watch, like, Tennessee play fucking VMI. Like, who's even showing up to that? How do you even sell one fucking ticket to that? Who's showing up to that? Yeah, I mean, you got all these teams. 
playing people like VMI. Like what I'm saying is in this new college football playoff system, like strength of schedule needs to be fucking rewarded. And high uh, powered losses, you know, like TCU played Ohio State a couple years ago, lost by three points. I'm saying that should that should count more for TCU than like somebody who beats VMI uh, 60 to 7. Like you should get like more respect out of that loss. And it should be set up that way. And it should be a damn committee that does this 12-team playoff. And it needs to be a, a for real committee. I'll get into this. I, like, they're so stupid. Like, you know, all these, like, the commissioners. It's like, do they need to have bring in Phil Steele? Bring in Phil Steele. You know, tell four or five of the major. You could even do kind of a rotating basis. The casinos. You know, tell them, say, like, send us a representative, a college football representative, to come down and talk to us about who are the best teams. You know, and then even some of these podcasts, grab a couple people out of the media, like this podcast I listen to, like College Football Inquirer, whatever it's called, like a couple of those guys. You know, like, they'll be trying to, like, drag in, like, Condoleezza Rice. You're going, like, Condoleezza Rice is fucking determining who is going to the... 14 playoff in college football? I mean, what the fuck are we talking about right now? Like, y'all are, like, so far up, like, your own asses. I mean, like, deep inside your fucking assholes. You know, and you could have the commissioners there, too. I mean, but it's like, fucking whatever. You know, and then you need to have, like, maybe a couple coaches, like, ex-coaches that are in the media. Like, bring them in. Like, let them have some say. You know, it doesn't need to just be, like, all academic, like, bullshit. I mean, it's like, who are the fucking best teams? And then there needs to be some kind of computer formula that you put together, like, in conjunction with Vegas to arrive at this formula, like an in-depth formula that, like, really, like, looks at things. You know, and then a way, like, where you can, like, you can go in and you can, like, take out outliers or, you know, that, like, skew the formula. Like, if you have, like, a really bad loss, like, early on, you know, against the team, but then, I don't know, just shit like that. We got a fucking train that goes by, and for some reason, I mean, this goddamn thing has, like, stopped right fucking next to me. And I sat here and waited, and then I finally just had to go on with it. So I'll try to take that fucking noise out, but goddamn, you know, it's like at some point I got to fucking, like, start doing this shit again, sit here and wait on the fucking train situation. You know, out here in the middle of fucking nowhere. But yet there's a fucking train track fucking runs through here. I mean, it's not real close, but... But, you know, I wish they'd kind of get it on down the road with a fucking 12-team playoff. God, they could set that up, like, where it was so fucking good. Where it was so good. I mean, it'd be so great if, like... So you'd have the bottom, you know, the... What is it, 5 through 12 would all play each other? I mean, if that was a home game at somebody's fucking stadium, you know, 5, 6, 7, and 8 would get that home. I mean, that would be so fucking awesome. God, that'd be awesome. And then even that next round should be a home game at 1, 2, 3, 4. I mean, you know, you like, if you want to beat these fucking teams, you got to go in there and win. You got to go in there and fucking do something. 
you know, if you didn't put a good season together. And that would keep it alive where people would not want to lose games. But strength of schedule and losing a big game, like, barely. Like, you should be given credit for scheduling that fucking game. I mean, I'm just sorry. Like, in making a good showing and playing a team tough. And I was like, well, we didn't lose. And it's like, you played fucking Dominion. That's stupid. You don't get credit for that. You don't get credit for playing Appalachian State. You just don't. I'm sorry. I mean, God bless them. I mean, it, it almost shouldn't even go on your fucking... If you play a D2 school, it shouldn't even... You shouldn't even be able allowed to count it on your fucking record if you win. Now, if you fuck around and lose, it should go on there. But don't be fucking talking to me about, like, I'm fucking, you know, 8-4. and four, And you beat three fucking complete dogs. You're fucking 5-4, and four, you're fake. Shut up. You know, it's just the truth. I mean, they, they do this shit. You know, and I don't mind having a... A sleepy-ass game, you know, on the schedule. I mean, I understand you can't play, like, a big game, like, every fucking week. But, I mean, go play somebody. Like, schedule somebody. Like, something. You know, like, early on, I don't know, the Cal Bears, Oregon State. Like, like schedule somebody. Like, get some teams on the schedule. Let these players play in big games. Like, give us some television content. Like, that's just one of the things. I mean, sometimes... Sometimes you'll have, a, I don't even know, hundreds of college football games. There will be one fucking game that you can zero in on. Because then you don't know which game to watch. Because, of course, there'll be a couple games that pop out with some upsets. <clears throat> and somebody's against the ropes that fucking shouldn't be. But you don't know what game to watch or to record. Anyways, that's just kind of my piece about it. You know, I don't know what else to talk about. I mean, I talked about the NIL stuff. I mean... I, yeah, I'm just over, like, listening to coaches and academics and, like, anybody fucking complain about NIL. Fuck off. It's over. It's done. It's been decided. You know, the court case that came down, I mean, very clearly spelled out. Like, you cannot be regulating that kind of shit. Like, you just fucking can't. Like, you can't. Like, you can't. I mean, we live in America. These kids can fucking make money. This isn't the fucking Olympics. I mean, the Olympics thing is bullshit. Like, you can't fucking, like, make money and fucking compete. Like, what the fuck is that about? What the fuck is that about? It's stupid. It's like a bygone era. You know, I can understand why they put all that together, like, back in the day. Just let people recruit. I would just open up restrictions on, on recruiting. I mean, I'd have a dead zone for recruiting just to give everybody a fucking break from it all. Like, let those coaches, like, rest, you know, like... That wouldn't bother me. Like, as far as academic personnel. But, you know, if boosters fucking want to reach out and the kids want to fucking listen and they want to come down and hang out, like, fucking let them. I mean, I don't know. You know, is there going to be bullshit's going to come out of that? Yeah, like, somebody's going to hire strippers and they're going to have a fucking big stripper orgy. Some, You know, and it's going to get nasty, but fuck. I mean, I don't know what to say about it. Or throw a big fucking party and there's underage drinking going on. And, you know, it will, it, there will be blowback because young kids will get introduced to this money, to a lifestyle. And next thing you know, they're living the lifestyle and not fucking playing football. But I don't know, that separates, you know, the pros from the fucking amateur wannabes who want to fucking hang out at the strip club fucking bullshit. I mean, I don't know what to fucking say about it. You know, I just don't fucking know. You know, and yeah, the quarterback, I mean, he might be making more money than some of the assistant coaches, but, you know, I don't know what to say. I mean, welcome to the fucking world. Welcome to free enterprise. 
you know, go fuck off with your crybaby bullshit. I mean, I don't know what you're supposed to say about that. Like, like Nick Saban up there complaining, like a regulations or standards or whatever else he's fucking talking about. He just, he's just mad. He's just mad because, like, it allows other teams to like close that gap on him. Like in the world that was set up that he was dominating. Because A&M went out with money and got the best recruiting class, like not through like the system he had set up for recruiting in the old system. See, that's what he's irritated about. But, you know, you're coaching. It's still going to come through. It's still going to, you know, like don't be fucking worried. Like A&M falls flat on their fucking face every fucking year. I wouldn't be worried about Jimbo Fisher if I was Nick Saban. Go out there and kick their ass. Like Texas. You're going to play Texas the next two years at home and away. Go kick Texas's fucking ass. And say, I don't care how much money you got and endorsements and all that fucking kind of shit. We went down there and beat your fucking ass. And you ain't nothing. So go take your fucking NIL money. We're going to win on the field. Go take your fucking in that Texas NIL money. That Aggie NIL money. I don't know what to say about it. You know? I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know what other, like, what else there, you know, the, the realignment. God, I really wish the Big 12 and the Pac-12, I wish a bunch of those teams would leave and go to the Big 12. I really wish they do. I really wish they would. Just blow the fucking Pac-12 up. It's done. You know, like, let, let Stanford, it would. I mean, I know they've talked, uh, there's a, podcast I listen to and they kind of talk about this and I had arrived at a lot of this myself you know it'd be great if Notre Dame and like Stanford would go to the Big Ten Arizona Utah Colorado I wish they would just make like a fucking super conference between the Big 12 and the Pac-12 and then have some kind of like mini playoff between the two sides. You know, and then a little bit of overlap. Because you could have enough teams in there where you wouldn't even really need a non-conference schedule. I mean, you could have like one non-conference game every year. And which what that would do was that that would you would be able to give a a network they would have rights to more games, you know. But they probably won't do it because they're so, they're such academic. You know, they act like they're worried about other stuff. Fuck off. You know, go make some money. Like, cut it with the fucking bullshit. I mean, just absolutely cut it out with the fucking bullshit. Just stop. But USC and UCLA going to the fucking Big Ten, I mean, that is so fucking great. That is so fucking great. Like, you look at the Big Ten, like the schedule, I mean, like just sprinkling in USC with all those teams. Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan State, Iowa. USC going to all the, I mean, that's just so interesting, just the change of scenery. I mean, UCLA, they're jack shit. You know, Oklahoma and Texas, is it's a bigger get. Because both teams, like, at least have some kind of cash. I mean, UCLA's a fucking joke. You know, in basketball, like, fuck basketball. We're not talking about basketball. I don't care about basketball. I'm not concerned about basketball. I do wish they could bump up 
that Texas OU exit. Have somebody, you know, I think really the main, ha- the hang-up is like, oh, you can't afford it. Uh, like, seriously. Because I guarantee you, like, Texas could afford the out. That should be another deal. Like, they shouldn't, man, the fucking ACC signed that long-ass thing. What a bore. But I guess that'll play out, you know, over the next fucking decade. Whatever. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of like anything else there is to talk about. I hope they don't fuck up the transfer portal. I really don't. You know, just unlimited transfers. I think there might be some colleges and some coaches that kind of like rebel against that. They think, you know, we're not bringing in somebody who's been like, you know, you're just going to fucking hop around all over the fucking place. You're like, dude, get out of here. Like, we can't rely on you. I'm not going to put effort into you. Like, you know what I mean? There'll be some backfire against that. I mean, there just really will. Because, you know, I know there's, like, a lot of people that can come on and make an impact, but, like, getting in the system and learning shit and being there and and, and getting in it and getting some, you know, a couple, a redshirt year and a year behind you and then playing with some experience and the program and being around everybody. I mean, you can't act like that's nothing. Like, that coaches aren't concerned about that. I mean, you, you just can't act like that's nothing. Well, I guess I'm going to call it quits. I think it's been a pretty good podcast. A lot better than the other one I fucking posted. God, that was just fucking dog shit. The Pac-12 ACC breakdown. It was so fucking boring. It was boring to do. It was boring to do. And then, you know, I'll probably do some NFL next. Because that's starting to get fucking geared up. You're talking about, like, who's showing up to camp, like, who's being, you know, Garoppolo's excused from camp, Debo's there, but he's not practicing, Uh, you know, there's just shit like that percolating, things percolating, you know, football, it's insignificant, and it's nothing, but it's, at least it's here, and you're, you're staring down the end of July, and you're starting to get into it, so I'll probably, you know, do an overall the NFL well, this is the Clay Tablet Podcast. I'm gonna. This is gonna be my catchphrase: "Off with day heads." And as always, off with day heads. Throat slash. <laughs>